This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 181, Submission 307. What would Ryan Lochte do? What would Ryan Lochte do? Aired on E! Entertainment Network from April 21st, 2013 to May 27th, 2013 for a total of eight episodes. Ryan Lochte, the darling of the 2012 London Olympics. Yes, Michael Phelps may have been capturing gold medals, but Ryan Lochte was capturing hearts and winning hearts and minds to whatever it is that was on Ryan Lochte's mind at the time. Oh, yeah. He was like America's favorite idiot at Olympics. I thought Ryan Reynolds was America's favorite idiot. No, Ryan Reynolds is God's perfect idiot. I'm sorry. Well, no, technically he's Canada's perfect idiot. No, he's God's perfect idiot. That's well, what oh, he is, but I just want to mention he's Canadian. Oh, very much so. Vancouver, shout out. Yeah. And also, he was uh, the Olympic idiot in 2016. I don't think he's going to be in the 2020-2021 Olympics, so unfortunately, the streak ends at two. Ryan Lochte, obviously, not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. And by the way, for more about that incident in 2016, there's actually a very good documentary about that on Peacock that you should watch. But we're not here to talk about that documentary. We are here to talk about what E-Entertainment Television, which, by the way, would by now be under the Comcast umbrella, same as NBC and all the other networks. They thought it was a really good idea to give Ryan Lochte a TV show. And what was going to be on this TV show? I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I've got the press release right here. Oh, I, I want to hear this press release. How'd they advertise this show? Okay, this is the original press release, as was published on January 7th, 2013. Whether winning a handful of Olympic medals at the 2012 London Games, including two golds, setting a new benchmark for partying or designing his own line of over-the-top sneakers, Ryan Lochte is a lightning rod personality whose buzzworthy life is showcased on E's new docuseries, What Would Ryan Lochte Do? From Intuitive Entertainment, E Entertainment President Suzanne Cobb announced the new six-episode series following the Superstar Athlete, which is set to premiere April 2013 on E. In answer to the show's central question, it turns out that the 28-year-old Lochte would do just about anything for love, for family, for his friends, and for the embodiment of his personal philosophy, which is summarized in his signature phrase. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to try this now. Gia. 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 Spelled J-E-A-H. Yeah. What I would like to ask really quick, can you teach me how to say, uh, I can't say it, the jet. Yeah, okay, tell, teach me how to say it. All right. All right, Gia. 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 Like like Chia Pet with a G. Yeah, but you gotta say Gia. Gia. 
Yep. See? You did it. I did it! Let's do it one more time in the camera. Okay, and then we're gonna do it. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Gia! Gia was his attempt at trying to make fetch happen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ryan Lochte captured everyone's attention at the Summer Olympics with his athletic prowess and his utterly unique and unaffected approach to life, said Cobb. He is an incredibly endearing personality who is sexy, entertaining, and fun. Watching this show, I believe people will fall into three categories. They want to be him, sleep with him, or mother him. <laughs> I would think if I would want to do two of the three things, take a good guess at what the third wouldn't be. Continuing. In what would Ryan Lochte do? The self-proclaimed king of Gainesville, Florida, lives life just like he swims. All out and at top speed. He hits the local club scene frequently and always with an eye out for the right girl, but is then up early the next morning for rigorous training with his tough-as-nails coach, Greg Troy. He shows off his huge collection of shoes, more than 150 pairs of sneakers, including the bright green high tops he designed that have Ryan emblazed in the sole of one and Lochte in the other and gives us a look at the diamond-encrusted watch he designed and that is valued at more than a quarter of a million dollars. Whoa. Whoa. A quarter of a million dollar watch. Yeah. And peppered throughout the show are those unpredictable, unfiltered, and delightfully uninhibited Lochteisms for which he has already become legend. For example, on his regular swimming ritual, I always pee in the pool. Doesn't everyone? And he actually admits that numerous times throughout the episodes. Mm -hmm. Oh, and in episode two, they have a reenactment of him peeing in the bowl. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, actually, I want to also just comment on something you mentioned in that press release, Chico. Uh-huh. He originally ordered six episodes, and we had eight. Did they gain confidence as time went on? I, they might have. Either they gained confidence or they had a bunch of uh, extra footage that they were just sitting on. Yeah, they may not want to have two full episodes of, of footage lying on the uh, cutting room floor. Good point. Yeah. Continuing. Lochte remains grounded with the help of a loving, outspoken family. His mother, Ike, has transitioned from being the ultimate swim mom to taking on the role of Ryan's life coach. Aww. Which includes tips on dating. His older sisters, Kristen Lochte Keeler and Megan Lochte Torini, are always there to counsel and tease him. His younger brother, Devin, is his best friend and roommate who looks up to Ryan. Ryan's sweet side is full on display for the world to see in his affectionate relationship with his young nephews. As familiar as that wacky best friend, yet also completely one-of-a-kind, Ryan Lochte was born to be on television every bit as much as he was born to swim. What would Ryan Lochte do? We'll follow him as he prepares for the Rio Games in 2016 while building his fashion line, making buzzworthy media appearances, dealing with his unconventional family and loyal friends, and always searching for... The One. Michelle Collins and Kevin Dill are executive producers for Intuitive Entertainment, and Erica Wright of Wright Entertainment and Sports also serves as executive producer. And that's basically what E was banking on when they greenlit the show. Did we get it? 
Well, that's for you to decide. Greg, did you get all of that? Yeah, I got all of that. Mike, did you get all of that? That wasn't necessarily my takeaway. Hmm. Well, uh, my takeaway was basically, you know, E will give a show to just about damn near everyone. Yeah, they will give a show to anyone. Well, they've only been doing that for like, what, 15, 20 years now? You had the Anna Nicole show back around 2005. You have this. Uh, they air that uh, Chrisley Knows Best show. Oh, I my... don't even know who the heck Chrisley is. Oh, I don't know either, but my parents love that show. They watch it all the time. Yeah, oh. And also, yeah, they gave how many shows to the Kardashian clan? Just saying. Too many. Too, too many. many. More than one is too many. Well, more than zero is too many. But <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right about that. But hey, at least one of them married Lamar Odom. One of them also married Tristan Thompson. So what? <laughs> well, Lamar Odom's better, Mike. Well, Lamar Odom is by far better. Absolutely. Tristan Thompson just happens to be the luckiest man in NBA history because he won a title with LeBron James. Then he uh, signed an extension for like $18 million a year thanks to his buddy LeBron. Luckiest man in the world. Luckiest NBA player. Hey, I'd take that money if you can get it. No, absolutely. But uh, he didn't deserve $18 million. He just got it because A, championship team. B, the, the LeBron effect. Oh, yeah. That reminds me, I haven't seen Space Jam yet. Oh, neither have I. That's going to be uh, later on this weekend, I think. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. Thank you, HBO Max. So you have the gist of it. You have uh, all of your regular characters. I guess the only thing left to uh, parse is Ryan himself. And frankly, what would Ryan Lochte do if given an opportunity? Shall we find out together? Yes, let's find out together in these eight glorious episodes. Y- yeah, yes. that's, a, that's a lot of parsing, I think. Well, we're going to go beyond the episodes later on in this episode, so here we go. Episode one, what would Ryan Lochte do with the TV show? Olympic gold medalist swimmer Ryan Lochte introduces us to his life, family, and his lockdarage in his hometown of Gainesville, Florida. Yeah, that's he calls his entourage his lockturage. Get it? Yeah, yeah that, that's the poor manteau. Lochte entourage. And you know who's in the entourage? It's just his family and friends. That's it. Yes. Yeah, it's like his, uh, him, uh, family, friends, and uh, his uh, assistant. Yeah. yeah. We see a lot of in this that's show. That's more or less what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He does everything. So episode one is basically setting the table for how the series is. Here's my family. Here's my friends. Here's my assistant. And hey, we're going to do wacky antics for the next seven episodes. It's a pilot. Yep. Yeah, it's a premiere. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Episode two. What would Ryan Lochte do in Washington, D.C.? On a certain day in January. Hmm. While on a trip to Washington, D.C., Ryan and his mother bond, and Ryan takes a stab at politics. Oh, yeah, this is one of my favorite parts in the episode. He's out on a trip to Washington, D.C. because he's giving a speech 
to a charity about muscular dystrophy. He's a muscular dystrophy goodwill ambassador. Yes, he is. And oh, that's that's right. Nice of him. That's very nice of Ryan. But he, they show him going around like all the different places in Washington, D.C. with his mother at the Lincoln Memorial. And he tells his mother that he wants to pee in the reflecting pool. Oh, God. No! 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 Nope. I think they arrest you for that. Hey, I got a question. Do you Mm. think him and his mom were searching for the treasure inside Lincoln's head? Call back to a couple of episodes ago. This is where you play the Ren and Stimpy clip. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm going to be rich. Where's that old treasure? Come on. Get out of here, you old treasure, you. I know it's here, son. Ha! Joy! It's Carmely, Carmely, Corny Corns! My fave! Caramel corn? <laughs> Caramel corn in the president's head. <laughs> oh, and also, I think they. <laughs> This one of the girls asks Ryan at a bar about what he thinks about certain things like the like what do you think about the Affordable Care Act and certain things that were in the news in 2012 or 2013 and you just see this this clip of Ryan being interviewed and he's just circling his head like oh I'm just dying laughing watching that Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, episode three. Okay, episode three. What would Ryan Lochte do for love? Oh. Yeah. Woo! Something like that. Things get complicated when one of Ryan's lady friends from London visits him in the middle of an important swim meet. I don't know. It sounds more like a Susan St. James moment, if you ask me. Uh-oh! <laughs> yeah, hey, guys. You know what Susan St. James said when she found out about what happened with Ryan Lochte in Rio? Uh-oh! 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 I think that was her reaction, too, when she found out what Ryan Lochte did in the reflecting pool. Uh-oh! Oh, wait. You forgot to mention one thing, Greg. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm going to... Well, let me just get this out of the way. Ryan loves to take his shirt off. Like, in the first episode, he's with all of his friends, and they're playing a game of flag football with no shirts on. As is one to do when you're Ryan Lochte. When you're Ryan Lochte, you can play all the flag football you want with your shirt off. Oh, but, oh, this is so great. He's trying to find love. Oh, yeah. And it turns out, love found him. If you think about it, at the worst possible moment. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, he, here's Ryan Lochte. He's got his Mark Spitz sort of mentality. It's like, when you're out with a girl, you're not thinking about swimming. And when you're swimming, you're not thinking about the girl next door. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You tell me. Uh, yeah, what happens when she actually comes into the picture? What happens when the girl from overseas that Ryan has some 
feelings for comes in. Oh no, some wacky shenanigans happen. Ooh. Oh boy. I've noticed uh, while watching uh, this show, the series, that Ryan has a lot of feelings for a lot of ladies. Oh, but yes. We'll talk more about some of those ladies in a little bit. Yeah. Episode four. Episode four. Okay, just follow me here. Okay. The obvious, the obvious joke is painfully obvious here. What would Ryan Lochte do if he got plastered? <laughs> and it's not what well, you think. And, yeah, yeah, there's a double meaning there, and I think it's the entire episode is one giant double entendre. Oh, there's a lot to say about this episode. Oh yeah, here's the episode. Oh, hold up. I gotta tell you the best. All right, go ahead and the recap. I'll tell you my favorite part of the episode. Okay, Ryan's favorite hangout spot asks him for memorabilia, which inspires him to create a mold of his most popular body part. Ooh, or something like that. Get your head out of the gutter, you nasty. Well, if I didn't do it, the people listening would do it. Uh-oh. Not that part. Yeah, we're not talking about <clears throat> that. Uh, we're talking about pretty much his entire torso, his chest, his abs. And uh, what they actually did is they went to somebody who made a plaster mold of them. And then from that mold, it looked like they made... I'm guessing some sort of metal, maybe a copper replica of it and hung it in the in, in the nightclub. Um, and actually, the original idea that the owner of the nightclub had was he wanted one of Ryan's pink Speedos. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, and, and actually, one of the hilarious things, and again, this is the wit and wisdom, uh, wisdom spelled W-I-S-D-U-M-B, <laughs> the the wind wisdom of Ryan Lochte. Uh, he, he was asking questions about getting the, the, the plaster on. And one of the things he mentioned was how cold it was. And then also he was afraid that his chest was going to cave in, even though there's only 30 pounds of plaster. And, and I'm sure he's been through a lot worse. But maybe most important of all is in this wisdom, are my nipples going to be ripped off? <laughs> uh, because that's important. I mean, you ever have a purple nurple in your life? That's painful. <laughs> well, he must have seen the scene in the 40-year-old version where Steve Carell gets relaxed off his chest hair. Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> well, but at the same time, has anybody ever lost a nipple due to something like that? I don't think so. I mean, that's why it's ridiculous could I lose a nipple? Do you? Yeah. Have you ever actually almost lost it in the past, Ryan? What type of question is that? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Ryan Lochte. I get it's Ryan Lochte, but there, it's like a stupid question, like a three year old would ask. Now I'm kind of sensitive about my nipples. To tell you the truth. Uh, okay, but this isn't the best part of the episode to me. Oh, okay. Oh, there are several good ep- parts of the episode. We'll talk about those in oh. a second. I'll share my favorite parts of this episode in a second, but I want to hear what Greg has to say. My favorite part is Ryan says he wants to start a baby clothing line because he thinks that baby's clothes are just ugly. 
Well, they're ugly, and also every baby wears the same apparel. Every baby wears the same apparel, according to Ryan. So he wants right. to mix it up. Yep. I don't blame him. I think people would buy a Ryan Lochte baby clothing line. And hey, you know what would go really well? And that Ryan Lochte totally has like some sort of uh, expertise in? Baby sneakers. Well, yeah, he's big into the sneakers. But yeah, yeah I can see him you know, creating some sort of like onesie for little babies that doubles as a pink speedo. Okay, maybe not. That might be crazy enough to work. I don't know. And one of my takeaways from this episode, again, the wit and wisdom, W-I-S-D-U-M-B of Ryan Lochte. He, well, as we mentioned earlier, he had many female crushes to say the least. Oh. And what, oh yeah, I think Greg knows where I'm going. One of them that he had in this episode or over a period of time is a an Olympian that he met, I'm going to guess probably in London, if not even back in Beijing, a, a heptathlete by the name of Shante. And Ryan Lochte had a very difficult time saying heptathlete, uh, describing what she does. He, he mentioned pentathlete, and he also, I think he mentioned hexathlete at one point. And then he also mentioned decathlete. But then also he said, I think she's an octagon. What? No, she's not a geometric shape. She's a heptathlete, not an octagon. Last time I checked, the UFC was an Olympic sport. And the UFC wasn't one person. And also, uh, just to give a preview as to something we're going to do in a little bit, uh, Ryan Lochte mentioned some of his tweets that he posted. Uh, there were three that he mentioned this, in this episode that I have already loaded up, and there's more. One other thing that I want to mention in this episode is that Ryan Lochte, at one point, uh, he inflated a rubber swimming cap over his head a la what Howie Mandel used to do with rubber gloves. And he actually blew it up kind of big. Uh, absolutely amazing. Episode 5. What would Ryan Lochte do in Hollywood? I don't know, guys. What would he do in Hollywood? Oh, God. What wouldn't he do in Hollywood? Exactly. What, what would okay. he do? Ryan, so Ryan heads to L.A. to accept an award. But he gets more than he bargained for when Gene sets him up on a blind date with his celebrity crush. It was Corvin Electra. Yep. <laughs> oh, it was so great. Oh, but oh, but oh, one of my favorite parts of episode five is Ryan is at this hot dog place where they show him the hot dog that they've named after him. Now, wait, Greg, Greg, Greg. It is not just some hot dog place. It's only maybe the most popular hot dog place in the world. Pink's uh, maybe hot with, dogs? With Pink's hot dogs, yeah. Oh. And, and, and maybe the, the sole exception to that title might be the, the winner's circle, or is it the wiener's circle in Chicago? The one that Triumph went to. Triumph and Jack McBrayer went to. Yes. Yeah, it must be the Wiener Circle because I'm sure Wiener Winter Circle doesn't make any sense. But yeah, Pink's is like legendary. Oh yeah, everybody goes to Pink's in LA. 
Absolutely. Okay. So the lady, I guess, runs the place or owns the place, whatever, tells him about, all right, we're going to show you your little hot dog. And Ryan's like, what? Oh, I have a little hot dog. And then they show him the hot dog. And it's a and it's a stretched out hot dog, and Ryan's like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, because he get it. It's it's a it's a penis joke. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. That's uh, what wasn't plastered the last episode. As the uh, the now late great." Charlie Robinson said on an episode of How I Met Your Mother. That's a penis. Next up is episode six. And this is one of the episodes where things get really, really, really real. It's called What Would Ryan Lochte Do When Family Gets Involved? The Lochte family glams up for a photo shoot and Ryan makes a decision about his long-distance relationship with Jamie. Oh, yeah, because Jamie's the girl from episode three. Yep. Oh, oh, it gets really heartbreaking, guys. It's so serious that Ryan's like, oh, I gotta have the cameras turned off, guys. I want anyone seeing this. This is so painful for me. Um, is, is, is Greg crying? Oh, I'm getting, getting crying right now. I'm getting so emotional. Oh, oh, that Jamie, she was such a cutie. She was a cutie. She was. I'd rate her a 10. She's a perfect 10 to me, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, 10 translates to about, I'd say, about 875 swims. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Give or take. Give or take, yeah. Episode 7. What would Ryan Lochte do for his brother... Ryan introduces a new girl to the family and contemplates moving to L.A. And Ryan's brother wants to start swimming again after three years of no training. So Ryan becomes his drill sergeant. So Ryan's doing his best imitation of Sergeant Slaughter. Basically. It goes off as can be expected. You know what I mean? And finally, episode eight... What would Ryan Lochte do on spring break? Oh, geez. What wouldn't he do on spring break is a better question. In the season finale, it's a crazy new world for Ryan as he experiences his first ever spring break. This was Ryan Lochte's first... What? This was Ryan Lochte's first spring break. And he's from Florida! He's from Gainesville, Florida. How does that happen? Oh, yeah, Gainesville, a college party school. What? I don't get that. You know what Ango Kavogin has to say about that? Oh, I know what Ango has to say about that. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, we sure did earn that explicit rating on iTunes this week. (laughs) (laughs) And that was what would Ryan Lochte do? It only lasted eight episodes, but each one of those episodes, I think you'll agree, was gold. We got a glimpse into the world, into the minds that is Ryan Lochte. 
Oh, yeah, we learned a lot about what makes Ryan Lochte tick. One thing we did learn is um, he may be charismatic, but he can't interview worth a damn. Oh, no. No, no. No, no. not at all. Oh, no. No. There is a montage, I believe. Oh, yes. We'll include it in the liner notes. It's a two-minute montage of Ryan Lochte being interviewed. (laughs) And this is from Dorsey Shaw of BuzzFeed. (laughs) This is just the most amazing two minutes I've ever seen in my life. Here we go. Ryan Lochte, great swimmer. Terrible interview. I mean, the reason why I love swimming is because racing. What defines me? Ryan Lochte. Yeah, kind of, kind of stay under the profile, under the radar. <laughs> under the profile. I, I didn't do that bad at World Championships. I bet Lochte knows how to have some fun. Oh, that's for sure. Seven times four. Twenty-one. <laughs> Uh, what I was good at was letting things go through, like, through one ear and the other, so to say. Well, I mean, that's just, whether it's life or there's swimming, um, always do your best. I can't wait until I'm done swimming, then I can go to the market to do a little shopping. I, I think that's my biggest key in my workout. It's with swimming and weights is like my weight room. I mean, I mean, I'm not a big like sentimental guy. Like, I don't really cry. What is on your cell phone screensaver? Rocks. Rocks. Yeah. Okay. I'll show. I'll show uh, China how to dance. You can tell a great athlete <laughs> by like not how many times he wins, unlike when he loses because that's what is going to make a swimmer. Fashion designer or a reality show star? Fashion designer for sure. What would people describe your design style as? Um, it'd be a mixture between like rock star slash like hip hop. Are you enjoying the, uh, the sex symbol status that goes along with um, high profile Olympic events? Yeah. <laughs> Are you always this cool? I guess. I mean, I don't really see myself as being cool, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, Ryan, to us, you're totally cool. You're totally cool, Ryan. And really, we've only scratched the surface with the interviews. No. Oh, no. No. Yeah, we need to talk about an interview he did with the Fox affiliate in Philadelphia to promote what would Ryan Lochte do? Yep, this comes uh, courtesy of said station, WTXF Fox 29 in Philadelphia. And it isn't just the interview itself. It's after the interview, which makes this absolutely amazing. One, yes, I am. Well, if you were a woman coming up to you, this is an odd premise. What kind of question is this? No, what would get to you? What kind of line could somebody say? What would get your attention? Oh, really? (laughs) In other words, it's not happening. All right, so. No, this this woman has my attention. We're looking at video of you, and you're you're out. You're having a good time. So how are you doing this and training? (laughs) 
Um, you know, um, my philosophy is if you're a man at night, you got to be a man in the morning. So Ooh. if I go out all night and I go dancing and I'm drinking, you know what, I still have a job to do and I ha still have a goal to do, which is 2016 Olympics. And no matter what I did the night before, I'm still going to wake up in the morning and be the best swimmer I can be and give it 110%. <clears throat> I like that. I have a feeling my co-host, that's what you live by, right? If you're a man at night, then you got to be a man in the morning. Well, what I do, and I, I rip my shirt off. Pretty much. When I get out of bed. If no. only you could look like him. I know it. <laughs> that's something I should say. Only If only I could look like him. Well, Ryan, uh, I, of course, and you get this, all, this question all the time, and I apologize for it. Are you dating someone right now? I am not dating anyone while I'm single. Well, you just heard him. He's searching <laughs> high and low for Mrs. Yeah, but you Wright. know how these reality shows uh, work sometimes. So when can we catch a show? It's going to be at E. You know it's going to be fun. The camera Is it bothering you to have the cameras following you around everywhere, or are you getting used to it? Uh, you know, I'm getting used to it. And yeah. I mean, the first couple of days, it was a little weird. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, I was brushing my teeth, and the camera was there. And I was like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? They but, go to the bathroom? Know, I while, thought the bathroom was off limits. On reality shows, they follow you into He's the to the bathroom. So you have to tell them what you're doing. Well, I mean, I guess there's a there's a like a there's like a, a mirror with a sink, and then you have the bathroom. So right, and he's not going over the area. Two. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, well, I look forward to watching what would Ryan do. <laughs> he's into water sports, but that's ridiculous. Okay, Ryan, good luck to you. We'll be watching. Uh, thank you. The video is Ryan in a Speedo. <laughs> what was the question that stumped him? What a woman can say. Oh, what, what a woman can say. I guess silence uh, impresses him. No, it's just a woman couldn't say anything. He is good looking. I need to do some more meal on that. Seriously, how are they going to put together like 22, 13 weeks of programming? <laughs> He's so cute. Oh, he is cute. Did you see the plaid? Yeah. And you, you should loosen your tie like that because that's sexy. It really is. Woo! What do you say? I'm a man at night. What is it? You know, I'm a man at night and a man in the morning. That's creepy, dude. Okay. Well, you know, you didn't have to worry about getting 13 weeks of material out of Ryan Lochte. We got eight, so we got enough. And you know what they say down in Sacramento? Eight is enough. To fill our hearts with love. <laughs> oh my this gosh. guy gets it. Oh, that was bad. Hey, incredibly bad jokes, but incredibly well-timed television references. That is the was a thing on TV guaranteed. Well, you heard some of the wisdom again using the, the appropriate spelling in this episode, uh, in that interview clip with uh, the Fox affiliate in Philadelphia. If I'm a man in the at night, I gotta be a man in the morning. Oh my gosh, yep. that just scratches the surface on the Lochteisms, if you will. Oh, and, and myself and mm -hmm. Chico have found a few of them. Some from uh, what would Ryan Lochte do, 
but others from other sources. Oh. And I know I have uh, a, a few that I want to share. And I know Chico actually has a few more that he wants to share. Music, please. All right. Here's the high cue corner music. Oh, my God. Oh. So, so soothing. So soothing. We're going to need it for so this. Relaxing. So relaxing. All right. All right here, we here we go. Here we go. Here's some love advice from Ryan Lochte. All right, here we go. Love is like an orange. Peel it. Don't bite into it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you shouldn't bite into oranges because oranges are actually terrible. The only enjoyable part about oranges are the orange juice. Well, you got to peel it, then bite into it. You don't want to eat the rind. Yeah. But, uh, no. That, that, that's some good yeah. love advice from Ryan Lochte. Here's another one from December 4th of 2012 on Twitter. Okay. Pain is temporarily. Pride is forever. Wait, pain is temporarily? Not temporary, temporarily, yeah. yes. Yes. Pain is temporarily, yeah. pride is forever. He's a swimmer, not a grabber, teacher no, people. No, And actually on one episode of what would Ryan Lochte do? We actually had a compilation of tweets. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> and, and it was partially because he admitted to butt-tweeting. Don't ask how butt-tweeting works. I've heard of butt-dialing, but butt-tweeting apparently happened to Ryan Lochte. Let me be oh, honest, no. folks. I'm going to say this oh. right here. Okay, Chris Evans may be America's ass, but Ryan Lochte is an honorable mention for America's ass. Hey, Mike, what does that tweet say? In a number of ways, he's an honorable mention of America's ass. Okay, I'm going to try and translate this the best I can. Maybe I should actually spell it out because it'll make more sense that way. But it says V-I space B-V-Y-L space dope D-O-P-E space V-I-V-I-B-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I-
don't think about these too much, folks. But Chico, he actually unearthed a gold mine of Lochteisms. Did he? Did he? Did it all come out of his butt? Uh, it came out of something. I don't know what. <laughs> How about you lay some of those Lochteisms on us? Oh, okay. Uh, so this is this is. This is from his. This is from his Instagram. I guess you would say I'd be like the Michael Phelps of swimming if he wasn't there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, it is true though. He would be, except he'd be the right one swimming, not the Michael. Yep. And then there's one from TQ. No, that's just a thing I did when I was younger. Now that I'm more mature, it's time to focus more on the swimming part and less on the outside part. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, still on GQ. That is my trademark, those grills. So I might definitely have to get a new pair of grills. Oh, no. Yeah. And then there's um, this is this is from his uh, tweets. I never knew having a banana and then drinking Sprite, you automatically puke. Gotta get my brother and, to try this. Ha ha. Well, and actually, on episode four, the one where he gets his chest, his torso plastered, the start of the episode, I think it's episode four, maybe episode five. Starts with his brother eating a banana, sitting on like the kitchen counter, eating a banana. I didn't pay full attention. I, I was multitasking. But within like 30 seconds, his brother was puking into the kitchen sink. So I'm guessing that's actually something that happened. He drank a banana and Sprite, and we found out what happens. <laughs> mm -hmm. he, was trying to, he was trying to do a sort of just do it thing. He says, don't duplicate, just precipitate. <laughs> the hell is that mean? Jizzle drizzle! Oh no. <laughs> okay. The science of putting a phone in a bucket of rice. It's supposed to help it. You know what? Ryan Lochte is a pretty good speech maker. What's being talked about a lot is Ryan Lochte, the American douchebag. Douchebag? I, I don't even know. What is a douchebag? Like, what is it? Like, what is the definition? Like, I really don't know what it means. Do you know? <laughs> For those who are understood, no need to explain. <laughs> I'm sorry. What, oh, defi no. what defines me? Ryan Lochte. <laughs> and, then the, and, then there's the, and then there's his tweet that just sums him up perfectly. Sometimes all you can say... That's sometimes two words. Sometimes all you can say is... Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. 
Yeah, he didn't even try. He just said, I'm going to get my catchphrase over it somehow. Yeah. Uh, I do have actually two more quotes that I found just while Chico was uh, talking about his finds. I have one uh, from Ryan Lochte talking about drawing. I draw clouds. With the raindrops going up and the raindrop turns into a fish, into a comet. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? It goes from a f- raindrop to a fish to a comet. Oh, God. I don't oh, want to think about that too hard. Try oh, not to, because you're just going to rack your brain. Oh, my gosh. And one final one, and uh, appears this was actually said at the London Olympics, because I see this actually numerous times on August 6th of 2012. <laughs> Wake up and smell the gardens. What? And not just the roses. Wake up and smell the gardens. What? Oh, oh, oh. but there's more. Oh, no. Uh, these are the shoes that I designed from the top to the very sole to the very top to the bottom. Laces. Jeez. Oh, no. I've talked in front of, like, a lot of big business people about stuff I didn't even know. One of my favorite movies, What Women Want. Oh, he says that a lot during the show, too. His favorite movie, apparently, for some reason, is What Women Want. Because he's fascinated by the idea of Mel Gibson hearing the thoughts of what women are saying. <laughs> That's a sentence I never thought I'd ever say. Ryan combined. Ryan Lochte, Mel Gibson, and fascinating. Make your own joke here. Yep. And then there's sometime, some, something will pop up in my head. It could be like the weirdest thing. Like all of a sudden, I'm having like a jumping banana in my head. And I stop and pause. I'm like, my, that damn jumping banana is in my head. Like, I don't know what's going on. Wait, is he talking about the peanut butter jelly time banana? Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> I, 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 I can't I, believe Ryan Lochte knows what the peanut butter jelly time banana is. Before the show, I know the three of us were talking about Ryan Lochte's train of thought. And I compared him to like a Yogi Berra. Do you two remember who you said? I called Ryan Lochte the Matthew McConaughey of aquatic sport. <clears throat> and, and Greg, do you remember who you mentioned? I think I said he's the Derek Zoolander of aquatic sport. And, and actually, I found another tweet, and I think this combines all three of those. I'm listening. You can't always walk a straight line, especially if the line is crooked. <laughs> oh my you god! You know what? That, 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 that sounds like a Yogi Berra plus a, a Derek Zoolander and mixing a little Matthew McConaughey in there. I think that's perfect. Yep. Uh, uh, you know what? That's a perfect place to end. Yeah, it is. Oh, absolutely. So what do we have to say about what would Ryan Lochte do? Well, for eight episodes, we got to learn a lot about what goes on in the mind of Ryan Lochte. And And what would Ryan Lochte do? Yeah, we learned a lot about what he would do. He would want to pee in the 
fools. We get a reenactment of that in episode two, by the way. We did get a reenactment of that, and it was glorious. Hey, I got a question. This would be my idea. If I, if they did if they did renew, what would Rhinelock do? And it went like eight or nine years. This would be my idea for an episode. What would Rhinelock do at the Magic Rock? Jeez. Oh no! Anything but that. Oh my god! You didn't expect a callback to the Magic Rock from Unsolved Mysteries, did you? <laughs> Could you imagine Ryan Lochte at the Magic Rock? Would it help him talk good? I don't know. <laughs> Would it help him answer some of these deep philosophical questions we've posed? <laughs> would, would it help him know what Ryan Lochte, what what all Ryan Lochte would do? Oh my! Maybe it would help him start that BB clothing line. Who knows? Maybe it would have. Yeah, it would have won worked wonders like how that guy who saw the magic rock got, got promoted like in less than a month at that one screen movie theater. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! Oh boy, we were gonna end it right then and there. I mean, we were going to do it. I found one more thing before you know we can just go ahead and call this. Okay. This is from the Speedo YouTube, Greg. Oh, okay. And it gives the art of the Gia. Okay. This is probably a 30-second course on what goes on in the mind of Ryan Lochte when he says, Gia! Many meanings of Gia. Gia! 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 Gia, Gia, boy, Gia, 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 oh, Gia. Okay, let's slow down that. that yeah. Let's break down that. that yeah, we, we need some translations here. Okay, Gia can mean cool, or I'm in complete agreement, or that sandwich is huge, or dude, that dog just looked at me. Or, Rook takes Queen, checkmate, player. Or, guess who just bought a bouncy castle? Or, the vending machine malfunctioned, I got two bags for chips for the price of one. Oh, or, thick grill. Or, <laughs> told you I could moonwalk. Or, the Dow Jones is up three points. Or, duh. Or, so stoked I could say GS so many different ways. And that's the uh, chronological order. So if you go back and listen to all the juju and he does juju, ju, th- that's in the order. So like, like I think the uh, the one about the the two bags of chips for the price of one that was like a juju. Ju. So, so, so and, that's and your check play and checkmate play was gee boy. Yeah. So there's your official translation guide for speaking like Ryan Lochte. That's perhaps the most I've ever understood Ryan Lochte when he said all that. Yeah. Gia. 
So there you go. So there you go. What would Brian like to do? Gia. 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 It was a Gia. On Gia. Gia. Did you get all that? Yeah, I get it. Gia, yeah, I did. Great. Was, I don't yeah, have to it, say it again. It was a thing on TV. Gia. 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 But you know what? Next week, we get to some more intelligent television. Okay, your mileage may vary on that. We have two competition shows next week. One is on the older side. And actually, it was only done twice. And one is actually reasonably new uh, within the last uh, two years, I do believe. And it features... Man going against different creatures. And also, we get to see what would happen if you had the strength, the strength in the heart of a bunch of little people against one of the biggest animals on the planet. Lou Frigno? And I truly believe that... <laughs> no. oh God. And I truly believe this is the moment Greg has been waiting for in almost two years of doing this podcast. I've been waiting for the, to do this episode, guys, for a long time. And especially, especially, there's two parts of this episode that I've been dying to talk about. And that's going to happen next week as we continue... Our Olympic Games right here on It Was a Thing on TV. As always, don't forget, follow us on the socials. You know where we're at, at It Was a Thing on TV, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. And, of course, don't forget for YouTube, like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And you're going to be kept to update with our most latest releases including uh, eventually uh, what we've talked about today and what we're going to talk about next week. So until then, thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoy the Olympic Games, and we hope you return for our continued coverage of these historic events next week, right here on It Was a Thing on TV. Well, Well, the fall television season is just getting underway. Here now with a preview of the fall lineup is Olympic gold medalist Ryan Lochte. Hey Seth, I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan Lochte. So, uh, so Ryan, you had a busy summer. Yeah, was, I was America in Olympics. So, what are some of the new shows you're excited about? I, the first one's called Monkey Hospital. <laughs> it's a show about a monkey in a hospital. It's, it's so funny. Well, I think you mean animal practice. Yeah, the monkey's so funny. It's, 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 not, I mean, it's not fair they give all the best lines to the monkey. I, I give it three swims. Uh, out of how many? Three. Okay. So what other new shows do you like? Uh, I'm really excited about that show, Goon. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's actually go on. It's two words. Ah, uh, okay. It's, 
It's either way, it looks really go odd. No, that's good. That's, that's one word. Uh, okay. Uh, I, give, I give it six swims. Okay, that's good. Hey, um, Seth, do you want to know a secret? Sure. If you hold your ear up to my ear, you can hear the ocean. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good right now. Soup yourself. Okay. Oh man, it's feel, it feels so weird to be dry. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Juice? Sorry, what? Juice. You want juice? Oh, okay. Well, here you go. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any other shows? Uh, there's uh, Elementary on CBS. I like that show because I enjoy complex characters that use their powers of deduction to solve riddles. Really? No, I just like the shapes. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, yeah, I was watching this, this one show and then like partway through there was all these other little shows. Oh, yeah, no, those are commercials. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, acts, that makes sense, because I was in a bunch of them. Okay, great. And, uh, finally, what about the new season of American Dad on Fox? Oh, I heard that's actually really good. All right. <laughs> right lucky, everybody.